Hi, everybody, and welcome to Different Leaf, a show for new and experienced cannabis consumers. I'm Britt Smith. This episode, we're going to learn how to host a cannabis-infused dinner at home. My guests this week are Colin Hanner and Laura Sherb, who are going to talk me through baking their ooey-gooey, weed-infused chocolate brownies that are dosed to perfection. Then I'm going to feed them to some very trusting friends and hope I don't make them trip balls too hard. If you have the latest issue of Different Leaf the magazine handy, you can flip to Colin and Laura's brownie recipe on page 74 and bake along with us. If not, you can head on over to differentleaf.com and grab the latest issue or find us on the shelves at your local Barnes & Noble or Books A Million bookstore. Colin and Laura's article, which starts on page 65 of our third annual edibles issue, details how to infuse each course from crackers to cantaloupe salad to pizza to popcorn. For my dinner party, I opted for their Not Your Roommate's Weed Brownie recipe, which I will say was not a quick process, but it did have some really great results. It involved shopping for some really good weed at my local dispensary and preparing the buds by gently heating them for a few hours, a process called decarboxylation, which activates the THC, and then infusing those activated buds into olive oil that I could later use to bake into the brownies. Once I had my cannabis-infused oil ready to go, I grabbed all the other necessary ingredients for brownies and I called Laura and Colin to talk me through the rest. Colin and Laura, uh, why did you guys write this article? When did this start for you? Over the course of the pandemic, we just really, we started, you know, like everyone else, at first, we were doing Zoom happy hours. We were catching up with friends and drinking beers. I think at one point, we actually had a birthday party for Colin that was a, a virtual bar crawl through some of his favorite bars, which was all great. But we realized that we were just drinking a lot in sort of yeah. this attempt to socialize during COVID. And we switched over to edibles instead. Had you been cannabis users before that? A little bit, but not really, not really too regularly, and certainly not uh, to the extent that I think we became during COVID. So you're a, you're in Illinois, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And didn't didn't you just get like legal wreck like last year? Yeah, it almost came out like perfect timing. Yeah, everybody's locking down. And you're like, here's lots of weed. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But it was crazy. I mean, during the first couple months the wait to get inside a dispensary was maybe two, two to three hours. You would just get a little wait ticket, sit. There's actually a dispensary just north of downtown and you would get a ticket, sit at a empty bar across the street in the morning and then wait till they call your name and then you go across the street back to the dispensary and grab everything. So oh my uh, it was crazy. The demand, the demand was high. I bet it was. So I guess homegrown going on at the time. Did you have to do that to get the bud for your infused dinner party? No, we are. I don't think we have that much of green thumbs just yet. But we grabbed some from a local dispensary and then brought it back and started doing a lot of research and then starting to cook away. It does take a lot of research. That's what I've realized today. Too. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. We we agree that we we're both not really math people. We have done more math for the purposes of, you know, infusion than we have in probably 10 years. So Right. There's yeah. so much maths going into this. I was looking yeah. at it and it says like an eighth of flour and one cup of oil or butter will give you 
too too much for a human to really need but all you need from that is maybe a tablespoon and and mm -hmm. that would be 20 to 30 milligrams that's still like triple or sometimes eight times what somebody needs so when we're talking totally. about infusing food like we're really we're infusing an eighth of flour into a cup and then we're using just a couple of drops of that oil yeah. and butter right yeah i right. mean i think that like once we we are still a couple of months removed from this we still have the oil and the butter sitting around and we're still not really close to being finished whatsoever it just takes a, a long time and you can't really just take a little bit of weed and take a little bit of oil or butter and, and make an infused mixture without it not being, I mean, that would be a waste of your time if you did that, because like you had probably done today, it, it probably took you four or five hours to make the infused butter, which is, it, it's labor intensive. It really is. It is. It's work. I'm not, and I'm not going to be an edible maker after this, I realize. <laughs> God bless all the edible makers out there. They're doing, they're doing Seriously. Lord's work. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. infuse my, my own popcorn and, you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I will pay somebody else to do this for me. This has already taken up a good chunk of day because I had to go out and buy the flour and mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure it was good flour. And, and I'm having some friends over tonight who are going to eat these brownies. And um, while the husband smokes regularly and daily, the wife doesn't touch the stuff. So I had to find something that would be enjoyable for both of them. So it was like a lot of research into what flour it would be. And, yeah. Um, then there's like four hours of decarboxylating the cannabis which i'm sure we'll get into as we discuss what all of yeah. this involves and then there's sort of the straining of it i i ended up doing oil instead of butter um but you've sort of got to cook it there's a whole day's worth of stuff that goes into making an infused dinner so i guess with lockdown though you guys kind of kind of had the time right for sure yeah yeah i definitely think so um i think before we had done this little project had only done it a couple of times. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it takes a full day, but I mean, you can't really do it more than a couple of times without it wasting in a complete Saturday. Yeah. It's crazy. But it's it's kind of like meal prepping in a way, right? Like you, you, you make a cup of oil and then like Colin was saying, it lasts you for so long that you can kind of start experimenting with different recipes and different ways to use it and get mm. your dosage nailed down for you, depending on what kind of flour you got. And uh, it's it's a fun little project. So uh, I'm going to follow your recipe from the latest issue of Different Leaf, in which you, you have a bunch of different recipes here. And I was looking at the crackers, there's um, the popcorn. I ended up going for, I'm, I'm going to make today the brownies. I figured I might just infuse one thing because, <laughs> bless her heart, my friend who's coming over is not a, a canna connoisseur <laughs> by any means. So. Like, I don't want to fuck her up, you know what Sure, I mean? sure, so yeah. So I yeah. let's do the brownies and the rest can be uninfused food and she can have a nice kick at the end. I think yeah. that's really that's really considerate of you. And that was something that we thought a lot about too when we were having people over. You know, you never want to force someone to be ingesting more than they want to or feeling like they have to keep up with people who are way more experienced. So we were definitely thinking a lot about that. And I think it's great that you are too. That's a really good point. And, and also, how do you choose the folks that you're going to invite over? I mean, COVID issues aside, um, how do you know who feels comfortable sitting around and being high with each other? Because when you get high, sometimes people don't feel super social. So how did you guys choose the group that you were going to invite? Honestly, it was just all friends. Uh, I don't think I, I do really don't think that we consider too much of who could be comfortable higher on each other because the people who would feel comfortable getting high 
would actually get high. And then the rest, maybe they'll, they'll sit it out, which is totally fine. And we had that kind of approach to this whole thing. If you want to be drinking and not taking place, go ahead, like do your own thing. If you want to be mm-hmm. smoking or doing an edible, do it. And if you don't want, do want to do either of those, by all means. Um, so, I mean, I think that like being at least a little bit open about it, which we were when we first started out this dinner, we said, hey, you don't have to partake. And people were like, yeah, that might have been a little too much, but like, thank you for letting us know. Um, maybe just peace of mind. So I, I think that's kind of how we did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And, and I think also um, just letting people know that, you know, when you make your brownies, I'm sure that you'll think about the dosage there. And when we uh, created the recipes that are in Different Leaf, we did them all. So it's very easy to opt into how much cannabis you want to be having during the meal or like Colin was saying, like opt out completely if you would rather. Mm-hmm. So it, even though all of the the recipes in the magazine are dosed, we definitely, you know, recommended that if someone wasn't as comfortable in this space, that maybe they start with a cracker and then wait until the final course of the brownies to take their next dose so that they weren't getting too overwhelmed. All right, so let's get cracking with what we first do for these not your roommate's weed brownies. Nice. Okay, so I've got my oven heated to 350. So if I'm using the infused butter, I have to mix together some of the infused stuff with some regular butter, right? I don't want to use all of the butter in this recipe as infused no, butter. No, yeah. You'll, you, your idea. new neighbors will be quite sleepy <laughs> uh, probably by the time you you get to uh, dessert. So the reason that we're melting the infused and not infused butter together to start with instead of just throwing everything in the pot at the same time is because we want the infused butter to be dispersed evenly through throughout the brownies so that one person doesn't accidentally get a brownie that's going to be twice as much of the dosage that we've we've worked out for this recipe. Okay. So that's that's where we're starting here. So we did mention earlier the word decarboxylation, which is really just a fancy way of saying that you gently heat your bud to activate the cannabinoids that are in the flower into something that will actually get you high because in its raw state, weed is actually full of something called THCA, which does not get you high. That's the acidic version of the cannabinoid. And it's not until that acidic version is heated that it breaks down some molecular chains and it turns into THC, which does get you high. So if you want your body to absorb THC when it starts the digestion process, that raw cannabis flower actually needs to be heated before it's baked into the recipe. So before you do any cooking with weed, I learned the first thing that you have to do is actually to like gently heat the bud. Yeah. And there are, there are a couple of different ways of doing it. Um, you know, if you're doing it in the oven or the crock pot, you'd bake it at about 200 degrees for like anywhere up to five, six hours checking on it regularly. And when it looks like browner and crispier and it feels kind of crunchy, that's how I knew that it was activated, right? Yeah, yeah. To make the oil, you sprinkle that crispy bud into a cup of oil or butter on in a pan. And then that activated ingredient would transfer from the plant to the oil. And then that would be my infused oil, right? Yes. So here's my, here's my amazing infused oil. Oh, oh that looks uh, great. Did I do okay? I actually, uh, I used uh, a decarboxylator um, made by 
a company called Ardent. I don't know if you've heard of these decarboxylators, mm. but it's called a Nova Lift. And it's just, it's, it's what she calls like a, an easy bake oven for weed. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So <laughs> inside you just sort of pop it in and your bud decarboxylates without like getting too hot. Cause I've heard that getting it too hot really changes the effect. So you want to, when you're decarboxylating your cannabis, you want to make sure that it's at quite a low temperature, like two, 250. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, we actually decided to do a, um, we've done the decarb in the oven before, but we also did sous vide for this particular recipe, which we've never done before. Now, what's that? It's basically you uh, seal something in a vacuum sealed bag and then you put it into water. And as the water warms around it, it slowly brings things to temperature, but it's a very reliable, steady temperature. Interesting. There's yeah, so many yeah. ways to extract stuff so many ways. this plant. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. How does your infused oil smell? Let's see. Oh, it smells earthy. Good, <laughs> really earthy. good. Is that a good sign? Yeah, I think so. I I mean, honestly, weed brownies are so good because chocolate is such an overpowering flavor. But once you bring some of those really herbal notes in, it tastes delicious yeah, is what yeah. we found. So yeah, yeah. we hope that you think so too. All right. So I'll do three <laughs> tablespoons. So that's one. It seems like a lot. Two and three. All right. And I've added that in with just over half a cup of butter. Perfect. Now, oh, that does smell good, actually. <laughs> mm. That oil has is, got little flecks of marijuana in it. Tastes mm. kind of nice. Yeah. Yum. Next up, melt the butter and sugar together in the microwave. Yes. How long do you think this should melt for? So I would do intervals of 30 seconds just until you see the sugar start to kind of break down and dissolve into the butter mixture. We actually don't have a microwave, so we usually do this by making a little double boiler on the stove. So just putting a pot of water to boil, putting a metal bowl on top of that, and melting everything together yeah. in there. All right. I'm moving the, the butter over into a, a glass dish, and you said just to add a, a little bit of the sugar at first. Um, You could add all of it if you want. Just give it a good mix That's and all. then zap it for, for 15 to 30 seconds and see how far you get. You know, the reason that we're doing this step is to have the sugar crystals break down a little bit. And this is what gives your brownies like the really flaky, beautiful top. So oh. the, the better you can melt your sugar crystals, the flakier of a top your brownies will have. And the more impressed your neighbors will be. Right? That's what we're going for. <laughs> so uh, are, is one of you a chef by profession? How did you get to know all of this food science? Uh, no, neither of us is a chef. No. We just really like eating. So yeah. uh, <laughs> we figured out that in order to eat well and not break the bank, we had to we had to learn some some stuff. But we're, we're lucky to have mm -hmm. lots of friends who are also as, as into food as we are yeah. and like to get nerdy about this stuff with us. Yeah, for sure. What's the cannabis culture been like out there since you guys got legal? I think it's been pretty, I mean, it's growing. I think, mm -hmm. I know there are continuing to be dispensaries that open up. I, I think it shows a pretty steady growth. Um, yeah. But you do not have those lines that are an hour or two hours, three hours long anymore, which is, which is nice. I was going to ask, do you still have to stand for no. that? Because, man, <laughs> no, that would not be a fun way to have to start your 
home bank no, every time no, no, you want to no. do one. No, we finally, we've <laughs> upgraded to the, you can schedule and pick things up now, which is like with all things during the pandemic, like that, that um, yeah. amount of convenience is so nice to have. That's sort of how everything's gone exactly. now. All right, my butter and my sugar are looking really well mixed together. Awesome. Ooh, yes. And now I just want to eat that, but I know that I'll get high, so I will not eat that. Okay. So now that I've mixed those two together and they're nice and smooth, I now have to add the dark chocolate and the cocoa powder. Yes. Yes. So the dark chocolate was the dark chocolate was kind of tough to. Um, to chop but I, I really stuck with it and I think I did okay it's so worth it we promise I'm gonna add all of that in. yum that looks amazing yeah so we're adding cocoa powder and uh dark chocolate because that is gonna give you that super super rich chocolate flavor so we're sort of double packing the chocolate into our weed brownies I love extra chocolate give me more yes. um how how much of the of the powder half a it? cup I don't know if maybe I'm just a metrics person but this seems like a lot well we want it to have really good flavor you know yeah, it's gotta be chocolatey yeah. it's gotta stand oh, up so it's not absolutely. too uh too flowery i think uh, also as an english person i'm often told that i under season things and i under flavor things so i do have to i gotta trust the american way <laughs> the excessive <All> way <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the food here tastes so good it does all right, so my chocolate's sort of, oh my, it's looking a little mushy. Now, this is looking reminiscent of the brownies that I made as a teen, <laughs> where it don't look very good. If you're having trouble getting the uh, dark chocolate to melt, you can certainly zap that again in the microwave if that would be helpful. Do I want this to be sort of like a, uh, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for? Like a silky sort yeah, of texture? Yeah, yeah, silky. I always call it a lava-like texture, and I'm not sure why. Maybe I have lava cakes in my mind when I'm describing brownie oh. batter. But we're looking for something that's a little smooth. Now, granted, this is also the part where if I was stirring in chocolate chips to do like a triple chocolate brownie, I would do that here. So if you want, you can leave some chunks of chocolate for a little bit of added texture. Cool. Who are we to tell you how to eat your brownies? Yeah. Exactly. I, yes. Um, and then from there, we're just adding – eggs and vanilla extract before we add our flour and baking powder. Three eggs. I'm running out of bowls. They never have this issue on the Today no. Show, do they? They have a whole staff of dishwashers, though. How do they do it? And how much vanilla? Um, let's see. We call for a teaspoon of vanilla. A yes, tisp. a tisp. All right. <laughs> a tisp. So I'm mixing in the vanilla with the eggs. Uh, right? We're mixing everything into everything into the batter. Yeah, all into the batter. Yeah. All right, eggs, eggs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've got my eggs mixed in, my vanilla mixed in with awesome. the batter. Awesome, and then we're just gonna add the dry ingredients. Flour, yeah, it's gonna be a cup of flour, baking powder, um, just a pinch of salt, okay. and then a half teaspoon, a half <laughs> tisp of baking powder. Gorgeous. You have no idea how many times I've changed bowls because this bowl's getting fuller and fuller. <laughs> you do have to be uh, aware that this makes quite a, a large yeah. volume. Yeah, well, we're, we're going to cut it into 16 brownies so that no one gets too much. Everybody can eat one right. brownie, right? Yeah. right. I mean, some or, some or people to... at our dinner party opted for two, but those those were the people who knew that they were going home and going straight to bed and they wanted to just get a good night's sleep. They yeah. wanted to yeah. conk yeah. out, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that, I'm not against it. I actually picked a strain, though, that isn't going to get anybody too sleepy. It's going to be like a giggly euphoric. Ooh, 
Love that. That'd be great. Yeah. That feels perfect for dessert. Right. Yeah. Yes. Somebody sit around and maybe we'll have a fire outside and, and chill outside. Yeah, that sounds great. Wonderful. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I got my cup perfect. of flour and just a little bit of baking powder. Does ba baking powder help? Yes, it, rise? it does. Um, I know that there's always the, are you a fudgy brownie person or a cakey brownie person debate? Um, I like the best of both worlds. So I, that's why I mm. add a little bit of baking powder to our brownies. A little bit more of a rise. Love it. Okay. So do I have to be very careful with this? I know when you're doing some sorts of flowers, you have to be careful not to knock the air. No, out. there's there's not a ton of air in this recipe. I mean, it should be that lava fudgy consistency. I would actually err on the side of making sure all the flour is very incorporated because there's nothing worse than a bite of brownie mm. with a floury middle. Unless no. that's your oh, thing. God, yeah. Gross. Yeah. No. Unless it's absolutely the other thing I did do uh, to add to this because I thought, you know, maybe they want a little buzz before dessert is I got a little bit of the decarboxylated cannabis and we're making pizza and I was just going to sprinkle a little bit of that on the pizza. It's very good. We've done that before. It's delicious. When we were doing actually the infusion, um, I'm sure that you did like the straining everything out. So with the pizza crust and I mm -hmm. think with a lot of other things, you can take that dry spent weed and then put it in the oven, let it kind of crisp up and it still takes on some of the saginess the earthiness of marijuana but you lose obviously the thc that's within it so you're just actually really using it for taste we were doing mm. some research during this whole thing and we found out that that's maybe not entirely the case you might not you know decarb all of the weed or you might not get you know this spent weed might still have some some uh psychedelic component in it so we used some caution when doing this, but we didn't really feel any effects when we used it. Tell me about how you chose the other recipes that you included in the magazine. There were some pretty easy to make crackers. There was some popcorn. There was a pizza crust that was not infused. Not infused. So that was like that uh, AVB already vaped bud yeah. uh, dough. So right, so that's what gave me the idea exactly, to sprinkle exactly. my yeah. my bud. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like the pizza, the brownies. I mean, those are just kind of stoner staples that we wanted to yeah. include in there. I mean, those are approachable things. People know them when you mention the words weed or marijuana. Like they just always imagine those foods. And I think with the sourdough mm -hmm. crackers and the salad, we want to take a little bit more of a elevated but still approachable kind of dish i mean they're both super you know artisanal tasting um but still incredibly fresh easy to make yeah and i, I think that with the crackers you know we we're thinking whenever we have people over for dinner parties we always like to have just a little something out for people to nosh on while while they're waiting for the main event mm -hmm. um, which is always colin's famous pizza i mean he is like the pizza guy and the crackers, yes. we thought that it would be a great way for, you know, we made a batch of infused and a batch of regular crackers and a bunch of dips. So it was a good way for people to get something in their stomachs before, you know, heading down this this rabbit hole of a cannabis infused dinner while being able to munch on one infused cracker and then like 15 uninfused crackers. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You kind of have to make sure that you mix exactly. them the right way around and don't get too yeah. many of the infused. But definitely nice to have just one little two milligram 
something in there while you're eating a little snack. I love to mm -hmm. have popcorn and just like throw one or two pieces of infused popcorn mm -hmm. from another bag in with it. And then it's like, you know, I can just sit and snack on the whole thing. I right. Love that idea. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I think that really we wanted people to go home like they do from our typical dinner parties, feeling like they got a really delicious meal. Like Colin was saying, elevated but approachable. We love making pizza for friends and we obviously had to throw a salad in there because we, we love our fruits and veggies. So we can't let them yeah. go yeah. go mm -hmm. left alone for this dinner. Exactly. Yeah. you got to have a bit of healthy in there too. So my brownie batter is looking really amazing. Um, once I grease my tin and I throw in my brownie batter, how long does it stay in the oven? It should be in there for about 25 minutes. Uh, this is, uh, it's very dependent on your oven, but I like to take mine out then even if, you know, the, the tester that I put in doesn't come out completely clean. Mm -hmm. And the key I think to making really fudgy, delicious brownies is letting them cool completely. You know, you will be tempted to cut into them and sample them, I'm sure, but just <laughs> wait until they're cool. And that's where you get that perfect, perfect texture. Awesome. Okay. So that's why I'm making them first. And then I'm going to call my friends over to come over and start with the pizza. And hopefully by the time we're finished with that, these brownies will be cooled off and perfect for our dessert. Yes. yes. Thank you guys so much for talking me through this. I hope you're proud of, of uh, what we've done oh together. It looks amazing. I know like people who are listening to this cannot see it, but it looks absolutely <laughs> delicious. Yeah. I will, Next I time will we want to come pictures. over for dinner. Yeah. Oh, please come on over and I'll cook for you guys <laughs> next time. Uh, I'm going to put pictures of this on my social media. Um, I'm on Instagram at Brit the British. So you guys can follow along and see how this adventure went. Colin and Laura, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Um, hopefully we'll be able to eat dinner together soon. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Good luck with your dinner party. Thank you. Thank you. Finally, it was time to invite my new neighbors over to test out my bud-topped pizza and THC-infused brownies. And hope that I didn't get them too high. Come on in, sweetie. I just finished recording with uh, two cooks up in Illinois, and they talked me through how to make the brownies. So, cool. oh, the brownies going. Pizza is on its way, about half hour. And oh. So did you carbs. do butter separately first? Did you have to, like, I did oil, I infused oil for the oil. brownies. Um, and then for the pizza, it's actually decarboxylated cannabis that you just sprinkle you just on sprinkle top. it on? Yeah, That's I used so to cool. just decarb it and like yeah. put some in chocolate, but then be like, I want some now. <laughs> 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 really? <laughs> Oh, that looks good. It's Chris. the least healthy dinner room. I love it. <laughs> that looks so good. Okay. Thank you. And the reviews, the brownies were super fudgy and we couldn't really taste the weed in them at all. After about an hour, it brought on a nice calm body buzz from one of my friends. The rest of us, our tolerance was much higher. So we opted to smoke the rest of the night away. If I was going to make these brownies again, I'd probably add a few more tablespoons of cannabis oil in there for myself. But it ended up being a great way to get to know some new people in my life without getting uncomfortably intoxicated or having to endure a hangover. So I'd give it a 10 out of 10, would definitely do it again. If you fancy giving your own cannabis-infused dinner a go, why not treat yourself to the latest issue of Different Leaf the magazine and check out Colin and Laura's informal guide to hosting an infused dinner on page 65. 
Thanks to our guests this week, Colin Hanner and Laura Sherb, and to my wonderful neighbours for trusting me to feed them weed. Make sure you're following us on social media at Different Leaf or at Different underscore Leaf, and I'm at Brit the British. Thanks as always to our wonderful producer, Andrea Maraskin, and thanks to Homebody for the music. <laughs>